Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the final fantasy a podcast uh with me as always and again my two little conference champions we got josh how you doing pal i'm good uh mr five-time champion five-time champ that's right and uh of course as always we've got alex how you doing buddy doing great nfc champ right here NFC champ, we've got the AFC champ Josh, NFC champ Alex. Uh, you guys will be competing in the Super Bowl. Our uh, playoffs are obviously a week before uh, the NFL playoffs, hence why we already know which one of these two is. These are uh, not fantasy playoffs. These, no, these are, are real playoffs. Real playoffs, not fan- fantasies. Fantasy's over for the year. We put our fantasy. That's childish. Team. I'll say for our viewers, all three of us made the playoffs this year. So that's. Well, that's not know. technically correct. Alex did not make the playoffs oh. this year. Oh, but no, in the real playoffs, we're not talking about fantasy football. We're talking about real <laughs> stuff, real life playoffs, the cabal right. of football. Uh, what you see is like going to happen this Sunday, but like what the elites like us, we get to see it beforehand. And also Alex and Josh are a part of those teams. Yeah. I'm I'm just an unbiased observer, obviously. Uh, but yeah, guys, it's been uh, been a couple weeks. Uh, you know, we missed. Uh, you know, we we weren't able to record for the wacky wild card or the dangerous divisional round. But we were back for the uh, cre- crazy, crazy championship. Championship. I was I was going to say creepy. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see if Josh wants to throw one down here later in the episode, and we'll figure out what we want to use for the. What did we did we do one last year? Because I know we did wacky wild card and dangerous divisional round. Would we have one for the conference championship? Okay. The we'll Kooky Conference Championship. Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Like, cookie's with a cookie, K. yeah. The Cookie Conference Championship brought to you by Oreos and the other ones. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll go back to the tapes. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go back to the tapes and see it from last year and see if, uh, see if we uh, had, a, had a name for it. Because this is really important. Hard, hard-hitting stuff. Uh, well, guys, like I said, it's good to see you guys all. Uh, you know, it's been a, been a couple of weeks since we've uh, since we've got all gotten together like this on our computer screens uh, to record this uh, spectacular little podcast that we have. Uh, and for all the listeners, remember the the in the title is very important. We don't need to bring up the rest of the name right now. <laughs> uh, but uh... <laughs> Josh laughed. Oh. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the laugh joke. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, we uh, finished up our fantasy season. I of course won it again. <laughs> um, uh, already got the nameplate on the trophy. It looks fantastic. Can't wait until next season. Uh, see if one of you guys can dethrone me, uh, unthrone me, dethrone, dethrone. Um, but yeah, guys, the uh, fantasy season's over, and now it's time for a little playoffs. And guys, last week, uh, you know, after the wacky wild card, and boy, was it wacky. Uh, and if wacky being the games were all really boring blowouts, um, the divisional round did not disappoint unless you know of course are a fan of the packers bucking unless it's you uh, yeah me <laughs> uh, hope me. you enjoyed that championship <laughs> yeah i guess all it cost you was the fucking packers i know and you know we'll, we'll we'll get into them here a little bit later but yeah no uh we had some games yeah but like i said if you're a buccaneers fan a packers fan 
Uh, Bills fan, especially, man, that one's got to hurt. That one's got to hoit. Um, got to hoit. But um, yeah, no, some, some, some good games. All four games ended on a, a kick a field goal at the, you know, in, you know, at the end of overtime or regulation. So, so that was kind of weird. Was this the best playoff weekend of all time? I mean, I honestly, I would say yes. I mean, it's gotta be right. I mean, can you yeah. think of it? Has there ever, I mean, obviously well, you could probably look it up. I'm not going to spend the time doing that, but I mean, has there ever been a divisional round where all four games ended with, you know, overtime kicks or, you know, as time was expiring field goals? Like, I don't know if that's ever happened before. Well, there's definitely never been more than one game on a weekend that's ended with a, on a playoff weekend rather that's ended with a field goal, I think. And the first three were all the away team. The first three were all the away team too. Yeah, Daniel Lassen was the away team. Yeah, yeah, could have been. Could have been that way too. You know, Uh, you know. Well, let's just start with that Bills game because you know, obviously, the other games had some you know ups and downs and all arounds. But um, the Bills game may be the greatest playoff game ever played, unless you know we count you know the twenty-eight-three comeback Patriots in the Super Bowl over the Falcons, which we don't which we don't, it was the Super Bowl and it was Tom Brady and it was them. So we don't, and it was not great at all. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was something, right. I mean, it was, it was impressive in a, in the way that like a a school bus crash is impressive. (laughs) Do you you get impressed? You do get really easily impressed when school buses. Well, I mean, just as like a thing that happens, you don't go like, Oh, that's nothing. Oh man. That was, but it's not good. That school bus crashed and everyone died, but it was, there were no kids in the school bus. It was all, it was a school bus taking a bunch of serial killers from one prison to another. So for anyone listening, don't feel bad because they're all dead now. But, um, but no, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Bills Chiefs game was like back and forth, back and forth. And, and that ending, you know, that last like minute, minute and a half regulation, man. I mean, that was wild. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of like the only other game that I can think of that was maybe kind of close to that was that the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl, they played a game against the Chiefs that was just, you know, crazy high scoring. Well, that was that Monday night game. Yeah. And I mean, regular season, I'm just trying to say like if there was a game that was just that bonkers. That's the closest thing like recently I can think of. And I mean, like, you know, no joke like that, that Super Bowl was a very uh, impressive thing, but like that kind of felt inevitable once the Patriots came back and won. None of yeah. this felt, you know, I mean, you could not guess where this was going in the last two minutes. I mean, you know, and you could say once the Chiefs won the coin toss, you figure they win and they did. But like, even then, I mean, you can't have watched the last two minutes and go, you know what's happening because it was just such a crazy game. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I was, you know, cause you know, when the bills scored at the end, we have a, uh, slack you know message with all of our friends you know and i was like after that touchdown was scored i was like okay that should do it you know there's 13 seconds left i even said that should do it and i walked into the kitchen i was just kind of like watching it you know through the you know dining or the kitchen like door out into the living room and they completed that first pass and i was like oh my god it was like it's gonna happen (laughs) this game's gonna go to overtime but I mean, you look at, you know, the way Josh Allen played 27 to 37, 329, four touchdowns, Gabriel Davis, man, Gabriel Davis, uh, mm-hmm. if only he'd done some of this during the fantasy season, eight catches, 201 yards and four touchdowns. And, you know, obviously fantasy seasons over record, you know, by the way, four touchdowns, four receiving yeah. touchdowns in a playoff game. Yeah. Insanity. And, but, you know, you're looking at, you know, obviously the fantasy season's over, but, you know, 
you know, kind of starts up again here. And I mean, you know, especially for dynasty leagues and stuff like that. I mean, the way Patrick Mahomes played too, 33, 44, 378, three touchdowns, you know, Patrick Mahomes had kind of, you know, slipped a little, I mean, obviously he was still winning games, but as far as a fantasy perspective, it was kind of, you know, started to slip a little bit and was losing some footing there. After this game, Josh, do you think that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are, you know, especially for Dynasty, but, you know, QB 1-2 just based on this performance? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think going forward, Josh Allen has to be, like, up there. And aside from a fantasy perspective, I kind of view this uh, Bills, Kansas City, um, as like, uh, you know, a Brady versus – um, Peyton type deal, uh, yeah. which I look forward to it going forward. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I would agree with that. Absolutely. I, I don't, you know, obviously, you know, Josh Allen's here to stay. My homes is here to stay. And that, you know, that could be a really fun, uh, kind of back and forth here, uh, moving forward. Um, but yeah, be, you know, I know Josh Allen got the better from the regular season and, you know, they, they, took it to him you know that fourth quarter alone I mean Buffalo scored 15 points Kansas City scored 13 just insanity because I mean it wasn't really you know up until then you know they were teams were putting points on the board you know a touchdown a touchdown every you know for every quarter for the Bills touchdown touchdown first second for the Chiefs and then nine points in the third you know just crazy game in the fourth quarter I mean and it wasn't not an exciting game up until that point but I mean man like if you're gonna watch Two minutes of football. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Putting together like a time capsule for aliens or something. They just put in the last two minutes. (laughs) Like, this is this game. Uh, A game that uh, we wouldn't probably do that with was the Packers 49ers game. Mm -hmm. And I am officially over it. So I am, you know, we can have a, we can have a conversation about it. And we can uh, have a laugh. uh, We can have a laugh, a chortle, the chuckle. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the it was terrible weather and, you know, I was going to ask Alex, so, you know, watching that game, um, you know, the Packers first drive moved the ball really well, you know, obviously it was their scripted plays, you know, all teams have, you know, a script at the beginning of a game, but they just marched right down the field and scored and then didn't the rest of the game. And I mean, it, like, and the weather, I think was a huge factor, you know, I think, you know, obviously, San Francisco's defense, you know, they're not slouches. They were playing really well and they were getting a lot of pressure. Yeah, but they are Green Bay. They're supposed to have the weather. Yeah, that's what you'd you know? think. But I mean, after watching that game, honestly, it seemed like more of a detriment than it was, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a help. But but then, I mean, you take away and like people have been saying it all season long, you know, the Packers defense was, you know, championship level all season and that even more so that that night against San Fran I mean they were playing really really well and the offense played well all season but the one thing that hadn't worked really all season long was special teams and that's what ended up losing them this game I mean you take away that pump block you know if they get that punt off I think they win the game you know yeah. obviously San Fran would have had great field position um, but Green Bay had been stuffing them all game long and they had to score a touchdown there and they hadn't, they didn't do that. Um, well, and I don't think you can blame um, Rodgers for the game as much as the special teams, because obviously the special teams was more directly resulting in the loss. But like Rodgers does play tight in these games, which is crazy because he never does in the regular season. Yeah. And I mean, that last drive, excuse me, <clears throat> the last drive where he, uh, I, I forget, he, 
he went downfield to uh, a covered, oh, fuck, then whatever. Yeah. He missed the guy right in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have had the long drive, like, you know, that like Brady always does and did in that other crazy game on Sunday. Um, but you can tell he tries to take it all. It was like last year against Tampa. He tries to put it all on his shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird because he's normally such like a pre- precise quarterback that, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, he doesn't really like, he doesn't really have anybody else to blame. I guess he'll blame the special teams, but like, I don't know if he does end up leaving, which I'm not, I don't really believe he will. Like, you know, part of, part of the, the failure of them moving the ball at all. Like, yeah. The weather was bad, but like, you know, he could have been better and he has been better before. So, yeah. Well, like I said, him moving on, we'll talk about that here a little bit later, but uh, on the other side, it was just kind of, you know, right time, right place. You know, they started, you know, that last drive with the field goal, you know, they did start kind of gaining some ground, you know, Debo Samuel had a couple of nice runs that put him in position. And then obviously the, uh, the field goal put him over. Now, a lot of people, you know, and uh, Lafleur was taking some flack because they only had 10 men on the field on that field goal. I'm like, I don't think it really changes anything i'm like how many yeah. other field goals have you seen where they've had 11 it's just you know it's just a field goal you know i don't think that that was really it i mean i think that just shows another you know special teams blunder that they've been doing all season but yeah i think mean, that's more what it is than like you know if you would have had 11 you would have blocked the field goal. yeah i mean like, that's a little bit a i mean i pretty big mental mistake for a season ending field goal yeah but I mean, you're looking at like, and now just on the 49ers at all, I mean, you know, Green Bay held him in check on the ground for the majority of the game. Garoppolo, 11 of 19 for 131, no touchdowns and an interception. So, so far in these NFL playoffs, Travis Kelsey has more touchdown passes than Jimmy Garoppolo does. Jimmy Garoppolo has a total <laughs> of none. Um, so I guess that's what like moving on, you know, San Francisco, obviously moving on to the Rams. The Rams played a, a crazy you know got up big against tampa tampa you know came roaring back as they always do um you know this 49ers team with the way jimmy garoppolo is playing right now and we're going to do your picks here a little bit later alex and nothing set in stone right now but if jimmy garoppolo continues to play this way that he's played in the playoffs do you think that they have any chance against this rams team in la um i want to say no but i really can't because they've because they've won yeah. Uh, he, it, somebody pointed out on Twitter today, I think that like, that they're a team that has a weird, you run into it maybe every five years in the NFL playoffs, like a team that somehow does better as their quarterback does worse. Mm-hmm. So in my head, no, I mean, they're not going anywhere if Garoppolo doesn't significantly improve, but playoffs are weird, man. Yeah. Very, very weird. Well, let's roll over to that uh, that Bucks forty or that Bucks uh, Bucks Rams game. Uh, Josh, I, I know that you're a you're a Bucks fan. This, this one's got to hurt, right? I mean, you yeah, got feeling it, that that stings pain. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, feeling that pain. I, I was right? watching that game with George, and you know, we saw him coming back, and we were really excited about them, you know, winning that game, but. Man, pulled it out. So yeah, I mean, for how you know, I mean, through two quarters, I mean, that was a beat down. But you know, because even at halftime, because you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't know, you know, you can never really be too sure. And obviously, you know, Brady damn near did it again. Um, Brady did get his first ever. Uh, uh, what do they call this? Not personal fouls. Uh, uh, 
uh, misconduct. What do they call those penalties when you like yell at a ref, Alex? What are those called? Guy, why am I blank? Yeah, he got his very first yeah. ever unsportsmanlike conduct penalty <laughs> uh, after he got hit and they made him bleed his own blood. Um, but yeah, his first ever for yelling at a ref, which was really funny. And I, he has kind of how is he supposed to kiss his son with his mouth like that? He can't, his lips are all bruised. He can't kiss his son on the mouth for probably two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for how poorly they played, you know, he threw 54 passes in the game, 329 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Fournette was slow going in the beginning, but he ended up, you know, punching a couple scores in. Crazy game. And I mean, a, I, I had the Rams beating the Bucks. I that was that was my pick in this game, and I'm you know I but again you can never really be too um, too certain with Tom Brady, and that leads us into our next thing. Josh, Tom Brady uh, in the last couple of days, he obviously has not said anything set in stone, but saying some things and doing some thank yous that lead some to believe that there's a possibility he may have played his last game do you think tom brady's done or do you think he's coming back um i think he's coming back for one more season one more yeah i think he's going to try to run it back one more time back run it back what do you think what do i think yeah i think knowing who tom brady is as like a personality and like a like a um celebrity figure i don't think there's any way he doesn't play one more season and do the whole uh Derek jeter everybody come you know lap me up on my last trip yeah. through the nfl the farewell tour yeah I, I i i don't see him being a guy that just goes no i'm done i feel like he's he's absolutely the kind of dork that's going to make everybody hang up a number 12 banner he's got to uh, have the last the lap. he goes to yeah yeah. So I think he's playing another year, but you know, yeah. he is 40. He's going to be 45 next year, which is just nuts to me, but, but he can I do would. it. You know, he damn near won that game did not look bad. And unlike, you know, unlike the Rogers thing, like he just kept throwing it where they weren't, where they weren't there. Like, was it Scotty Adams? Uh, third Scotty receiver? Miller. Scotty, Scotty Miller. Miller. Yeah. They're just like, they're, they're guarding Evans and Gronkowski and just starts throwing it to Miller. And they start guarding Miller and he just throws it to her. Like, you know, he just does not panic ever. Um, you know, you'd figure at this age, you'd be like, you get down 30 to or 27 to three and you go, eh, I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to go golfing. But like, he just keeps going. I don't, yeah. so, I don't think he needs to retire. And I don't think he will. Cause I think he's going to do a whole TB 12 tour. You got to do the TB12 tour. I, I, I think he's going to announce that it's his last season. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then this will be a whole like rigmarole of, you know, every game is going to be like, oh, the last game is played in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when, um, when Michael Jordan retired the last time, um, the Miami Heat retired his jersey, which didn't make any sense because he never played for Miami. It's like a real weird suck-up move. Who do you think yeah. is the NFL franchise that Brady played for who's most likely to retire his jersey that he never played for? That he never played for? Yeah. Um, let's just – let's go down the list of, like, wacky – so, like, maybe Dallas, maybe the Raiders. 
I would say it would be the Panthers. Panthers, that could be Super it. Bowl. Yeah. I, yes. I'd say that when Jerry Richardson was the owner. I don't know about now. Maybe the Jags? Yeah, Jaguars could be. Yeah, maybe they're on the table. It'll, you know, or Washington. You know, someone with, like, really wacky ownership. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Well, like I said, you know. It'll you be know. disgusting, and we'll have to deal with it for a whole year. Yay. But yeah, I mean, that game was, you know, crazy. Stafford got the ball back there at the end, hit Cooper Cup on that huge pass. And like, you know, you see that and you're like, okay, it's done. It's done. End it. Thankfully, they kicked a field goal and knocked him out. So, uh, yeah, now we're looking at, a, you know, a couple, couple of teams that, you know, a couple of, I think, more fun matchups, you know, possible. Um, with the final one getting in here, the Tennessee-Cincinnati uh, game, um, which, I mean, you do what – Tennessee did, you know, it's my Bengals, my sweet Bengals, who I've always loved. Well, Well, what you said said earlier, those like weird seasons where, like, you know, there's just some team who just outplays their quarterback and is just better than they are. You know, you see Tennessee's defense like trying to do that, and you know, obviously coming up short, you know, nine sacks in a playoff game, nine sacks on Burrow. Um, I don't know. I mean, so like, you know, Cincinnati obviously came out of that game with the win. Derrick Henry came back, looked good. So, I mean, that's something to, you know, take into account for next season. But uh, the Cincinnati team, you know, they're going up against Kansas City, whose defense has been improved, but has given up some points. And last week gave up a lot. But mind you, it was against the, you know, the Buffalo Bills, which it's, God, it's still weird to say that. Man, that Buffalo Bills vaunted offense. They're so good. No more J.P. Lawsman. But um, this Bengals team, and I'm, we'll let it be known. Like I said, we're, we're, we're a little podcast. We can we can say we like whoever we like and whoever we want to win whenever we want them to win it. But like, obviously it would be really fun to see Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. It'd be super fun. Um, but that offensive line just gave up nine sacks and they are bad. It's known. It's a known that they're bad. It's a known they've been bad all season. They were bad last year. Uh, obviously, hopefully they fix that in the draft this upcoming season, but obviously can't do that right now. Josh, with this offensive line, this offensive line that Cincinnati has that's just like essentially a broken sieve that has like a rusted, you know, piece that's been punched out of it. Uh, so like a bucket with a hole in it. Um, do you th- do you think that with this offensive line, do you think that their offensive power, firepower is enough to take down Kansas City and make to the, make to the ship? Um, boy, do I think they can beat Kansas City? I Probably not, but that'll be a fun game to watch. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, you know, and the thing about a bucket with a hole is, you know, as long as you're faster than the water's coming out, uh, you'll be. <laughs> I forgot about Keep that. Going. You'll yeah, beat the bucket. And Joe it. Burrow uh, is faster than the water's coming out. So, so the water is Kansas City in this in this scenario, and the bucket is Joe Burrow, or it's his offensive line, but the bottom of the bucket yeah. is Joe Burrow. And Jamar Chase is um, the handle of the bucket. The handle of the bucket. Yeah, is this like an old family saying that's been passed down generation? It's on your. Fa- it's on their family crest. Oh, right. dude, what's all, what else is on your family crest, Josh? There's a hole in the bucket. Got to be faster than the water. There's just a a bucket on one thing. I imagine your family crest is is that bucket with water coming out of it, but like with lines to make it look like it's going fast. I guess. Um, not like wavy lines because those are classic stink lines. Um, but I bet the other thing is like, do you like calzones? I bet there's a calzone on your family crest. Also, are you guys a calzone family? Not a calzone fan. Not a calzone fan. What else? I mean, like just regular pizza. 
It's just like a folded up pizza. Folded up pizza? <laughs> a bowl of paella? Would that be on your family crust? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll figure out what's on your family crust. We're here, so a pierogi type family. Oh, I mean, that, that makes sense. So there's a pierogi on one, the bucket with the water fast thing. And then the bottom, because don't family crust usually have like three things? Yeah, usually. And then I bet it's like a pair of boxing gloves because you guys are... <laughs> There's so much boxing in your family. This is a rich boxing history. We're, we're really into MMA. Yeah. So. For some reason, I'm still just imagining a calzone on there. If I design you a family crust, it's going to have a calzone, which I understand is just a folded up pizza. I'm not a huge fan either, but we'll work that out. We'll make Alex What's think wrong about with a calzone? I don't know. We're just talking about his family crest. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I guess, yeah, if you're faster than the water coming out of the bucket, uh, I'll move this one over to Alex. Alex, what do you think? Do you think the Bengals, what, what do you think the Bengals have to do in order to beat the Chiefs? Probably score more points than them, John. <laughs> um, no, I don't think they, I don't think they will, but they could, you know, they just beat them like three weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, any team can beat anyone. Obviously, Cincinnati is, so, I mean, Kansas City's favored in this game, and I think that's the safe, you know, bet if you're, you know. But, you know, Cincinnati offensively is super fun, and honestly, defensively, they played great against the Titans. It's just the one thing for, it's just that offensive line, man. It's just so bad. But, I mean, obviously, yeah, you get Jamar Chase in space, and you can hit the big plays. That's exactly how Kansas City wins games. Or I mean, Yeah, and if you get Kansas City's defense spread out so much, that they can't put as much pressure or they're, they're not trying to put as much pressure and you just get into, um, you know, a track meet like the Bills game, you'll still probably lose because it's Kansas City, but you take yeah. your chances. You never yeah. know. Yeah, and it was, you know, seeing Tyreek Hill kind of get back into it for the, you know, he, he's kind of been pretty quiet, you know. I mean, it's, you know, obviously a, still had a great season, but it just wasn't those huge explosive plays that he had. Uh, when he did the, the peace sign, because I thought he'd gotten penalized for that or fined for it in the past. I'm I, surprised he didn't get a taunting, but I'm I happy did too. Didn't. Yeah, because would the taunting have taken away the touchdown or would the taunting have just been added to the extra point? I'm never sure. I don't know. The, the, <laughs> the most badass thing about that was the defender was in front of him when he did that. Yeah. Like he really didn't get a taunting when the play is still actually going on. Yeah. Well, he's it's happened before. Well, because he so he had to get those gloves that had the peace sign like in yellow on them, so he would just hold up his entire hand because he got penalized or fined for doing the peace sign. He did for a, a peace sign because I thought. Yeah. I mean, I thought the peace sign may be like whatever. You can't wag your finger at somebody. I know that. Well, because remember or, like, that game. Point at them. I don't remember if it was last season or the season before when he just exploded and had like two hundred, almost three hundred yards and like a shitload of touchdowns. He did it in that game, and he either got fined for it or penalized for it for doing the peace sign. So that's why. I mean, I was shocked that it didn't happen. He'll probably still get fined for it on the back end, but um, yeah, no. Uh, like I said, Cincinnati, like I said, offensively, they're super fun. Defensively, they're, you know, they're a pretty stout defense. I, I think that they can take them. You know, obviously, I'm, 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 I, like I said, I may be biased. I'm hoping for a Bengals Rams Super Bowl. Um, that would be, yeah, that would be cool. Just because, like, I'm, like I said, and obviously the 49ers have won games and you can't take that away from them. I just don't really see them being able to compete with either of the AFC teams. So it's like, let's get like a fun one in there. Let's have a fun offensive. I would team, like so. the Bengals to avenge their 80s Super Bowl losses. That is Niners. another thing. Yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a thing. Uh, like regardless of what happens, you know, either Patrick Mahomes is going to have more Super Bowl rings than Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford are going to have the same amount. So think about that. Um, pretty funny, pretty funny, funny stuff. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll swing back over to, uh, 
the upcoming NFC game. So, you know, we've talked about the old ones. We've got these ones. Uh, and like I said, Alex, your picks are coming in a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, we've got still, – Still tabulating them on the old pick machine right now. Yeah, it's beep, buzzing boop, behind boop. me. Beep, boop, boop. You, you are either going to win boop, someone boop. a ton of money or you're going to lose them their house. Um, and I'm sure you're fine with that, however it goes. But obviously the better one. But, uh, yeah, so we've got, the, we've got the Niners facing off against the Rams. Josh, Niners-Rams. Obviously, like, two completely different teams. One, kind of an offensive, you know, you know, offensive scoring but i mean their defense is, is obviously aaron donald's there i mean what what chances do you think that san fran has in this game we've already talked to alex you know one of those games you can't really count them out but taking garoppolo's like really poor poor quarterback play into account i mean what do you think that san fran has to do in order in order to win this game and, and advance to the super bowl um maybe get a new quarterback um, <laughs> no I, I you know they have a well, Josh, what are you doing on sunday Hey, I, I don't got anything going on. Like, Josh, no, uh, guys, no. Remember, you guys are in the actual real Cabal Super Bowl that's taking place this weekend. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we're not supposed to talk about that. Wink, wink. Uh, so, it's not I actually. Can I, I can get down to Levi Stadium by by Sunday. I mean, that's no. Well, problem. you'd be you'll be by yourself, my man. Games yeah. I played at Levi Stadium. Yeah, the games at SoFi Stadium. Oh shit! It's in Inglewood, my man. <laughs> I think you should still go to Levi Stadium, just kind of just hang out, you know, see if there's any concession stands open. Him running out in like an old timey like football uniform with like mm-hmm. the leather helmet. Like, Where Stryky. do I go, boys? And there's just like one guy mowing the lawn. No, you're in the wrong stadium. No, I go no. field the lawn. <laughs> All right. the lawn. Uh, Big game on the lawn today, boys. Well, Josh, uh, you know, dude, saying, obviously the the running game. You know, San Francisco definitely needs to get the running game going. Uh, early and often you know and elijah mitchell played you know really really well against dallas ran all over him had a little bit harder going in green bay but again green bay's defense was you know playing at a championship caliber caliber level debo you know has you know he's you know took a helmet to the knee so you know he's going to be banged up but i think he is going to play getting him and elijah mitchell going early in the run game like i said grapple is not going to win this game you know he's not going to put it on his shoulders he's not going to be able to do that so getting them in a position where they don't have to struggle you know, you know, to, to hack into a lead, obviously I think is the, the way that they can uh, take this Rams team out. And they did actually beat the Rams the last week of the season, um, but the Rams at full strength, you know, they were, they were still playing for seeding. So, um, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen, boys. Well, that's that. Now we get into some of the fun stuff. So uh, lots of stuff moving around. Sean Payton retiring, stepping down. Uh, lots of different ways of saying that. Uh, Alex, where is Sean Payton going to be coaching in 2023? <laughs> um, I know. I mean, the... they just made a freaking movie about him with Kevin James, and now he's walking away. I wonder if there's going to be the. What? You didn't hear it? There's a there's a Netflix movie coming out about his year when he was suspended for uh, the year he was a ball cop. No, <laughs> the year he was the year he was Paul Blart. No, the year that he was the coaching. year he was the king of a borough in New York that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. That's right. But no, the, the year that he was suspended for Bounty Gate when he was coaching his son's high school team, uh, that's been made into a movie starring Kevin James. So I can't believe you hadn't heard about that. But um, oh, man. insult to injury. Oh man, dude. I mean, I, I have no desire to watch it, 
but now I kind of want to that he's like leaving. I think he's probably got the acting bug. He's not in it. Like I'm just like he plays like somebody. <laughs> he's got the consulting bug. <laughs> but uh, but in all seriousness, where do you think Sean Payton's going to be coaching in 2023? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I know everybody's saying Dallas and um, you know, if they can get it, that'd be a if they could get him, that'd be a slam dunk. They have a good enough team already. It's, it's so funny that they hired McCarthy in the first place. Yeah. And we didn't talk. We, we've missed the, the two early weeks of the playoffs. So we did not talk about uh, the most hilarious, even funnier than no offense, John, the Green Bay San Francisco game this week was the ending of the San Francisco Dallas game last week. Yeah. So I, I, I would be shocked if Jerry didn't come after Sean Payton with everything he has, but um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm assuming he, he, he stepped down or whatever. Cause he just doesn't want to deal with the um, full rebuild in new Orleans, which is kind of where they're at. They, they do have the well, worst, yeah, they're... the worst cap right now. You know, they're, you know, 40 some million over the, the most, the highest, you know, over the cap of any team in the league. So, I mean, you're going to have to make some big, big decisions. And I know Winston he played did. all right before he got injured, but like, you're not, you're not going anywhere in the future with he gave Taysom Hill 40 million dollars yeah I I don't think he should be coaching anywhere specifically before he's like yeah I just gave him 40 mil peace out Cub Scout like I like (laughs) I mean honestly like Josh do you think do you think he'll be coaching the Cowboys or some other team I think personally he should be opening up a nightclub with Urban Meyer (laughs) anywhere Either in Ohio or uh, in Ohio, Illinois, or Florida. Well, hey Not man, he got that he turned that team around and they were always pretty good when he was there. Yeah, you know, they were absolutely there, you know, they yeah. a lot of really great teams. This is this is the Aints we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think he overperformed what with what he had this season, if you were to ask me. Um, is he gonna coach again? Um I don't know. I think he takes a year off and maybe does some, you know, play-by-play stuff. Um, I think it just comes down to where the coaching opportunities are, you know, a year from now. Um, Las Vegas, maybe. Um, There's so many jobs open, you know, so many plum gigs, you know, you got Chicago. I don't think the Giants have hired a head coach yet. Really, there's not been a lot of hirings. Houston, Houston's open. Old Joe Judge. Yeah, have any have any coaches been hired yet? I don't believe so. No, I mean there was a lot of movement um, yesterday. People, you know, essentially almost all but confirming that Byron Leftwich was hired by Jacksonville, but that has been completely shot down. Um, they're apparently. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's still in. I mean, I was saying shot down implies that they're not still planning on possibly hiring him, but apparently they're still in talks with uh, both Byron Lethwich and uh, I believe it's Matt Eberfluss, Eberfluss, uh, the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. So uh, what's the best open job right now? I mean, looking at it. uh, Where you could win the quickest. See, that's the hard part. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of openings obviously, but man, that's tough, dude. Miami. I mean, that would probably Vegas. be the one. Miami, well, obviously, you know, Vegas has, you know, made the playoffs. They're in a tough division. You know, we'll have to see what Denver does. Those have to be the ones, you know, and, and Miami finished really strong, but I mean, Minnesota, that the but they got to get rid of 
they're going to get rid of Cousins, or they should. Yeah, that'll be like I said. There's a lot of lot of moving parts here, and obviously, yeah. I mean, the Minnesota gig is really good, even with Cousins. I think that's a decent gig. I mean, he did he had his best statistical season ever. I mean, like, you know, if their defense was anything this year, I mean, that's why they fired Zimmer. I mean, if that defense was anywhere near where it was, you know, a couple yeah. of years back, they're a really good team. Um, I like Miami a lot. Was that more? And I still am baffled by the Brian Flores thing. I mean, we, I believe we, we haven't talked about that either. We've been off uh, for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, um, but yeah, it just made no sense at, at the time. It made absolutely zero sense. And uh, I, I still think he should be in talks to, I mean, if I were a team looking for a head coach, I'd be like, yep, come on down. But I mean, obviously, you know, Jacksonville, they have the vacancy. I think Byron Leftwich would be great for Trevor Lawrence. I, I think that, but obviously just that going to turn them into an instant winner. I would you know, love Leftwich in Jacksonville. I mean, I'd love yeah. him to get iron anywhere. I've always liked him. Yeah, and he's done nothing but prove that. Yeah. yeah, he's been nothing to, but prove he's ready for it. So, I mean, it's all there. But, you know, we'll have to see. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I would have to go to the Raiders. You know, I, I do think they have, a, they have a solid team. You know, I think if you're looking win now. But, you know, the Bears have a young roster that's got a lot of talent. And the possibility of no more Aaron Rodgers in that division is big. You know, that, that gives a lot more, you know, a couple extra wins, you know. I don't think Green Bay is going to be competing for a while without Rodgers. Yeah, but, but you got you, you got Dan Campbell in that division. Oh man, sorry, the kneecap eater, <laughs> the lion. Turn it uh, in, yeah, right? Uh, but yeah, I yeah I would go yeah I would go the Raiders probably over the Dolphins right now at this moment. All right, and that's the job I'm interviewing for. Josh, do you have an opinion? No, I, I mean I I think the Raiders makes sense if Josh doesn't have any opinion. He's a man of the law. He only works in absolutes. That's right, baby. That's why he said he thinks that Miami is the best open coaching job. Thanks, Josh. I'm thank you, Josh, baby. Uh, well, guys, uh, we've got some more stuff to talk about, but we are going to take a quick little break. Uh, you're going to hear our voices uh, talking about the thing, um, and then we'll be right back. Uh, talk about talk, 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 talk. Talk to you, talk, baby. Uh, we'll be right back. The final fantasy. And we're back. Uh, yeah, boys. Uh couple a uh, couple more things here uh, that won't take a long time to talk about at all. Um, and actually before we get into it, I think we need to get kind of like a Stephen A. Smith, like Ben in the show and like really throw out some really wacky shit. So if you guys think of any hot takes, you just want to scream out, just do it. Talk over someone. Doesn't matter. Um, well, here's, here's something if they, okay. So there's been a lot of talk about fixing overtime after the Chiefs Bills game. Yes. What would you get? What's your wildest take? of how to change over time, at least for the playoffs. I think uh, that for the playoffs and only the playoffs that uh, you should do like the college playoff or college playoff, the college uh, overtime rule for two possessions. And if it's still tied, then you do like a jocks versus Joe's situation. Like you pick one defensive player and then your head coach has to like get by him and get into the end zone and they both have to do it. 
Oh, I thought there was like a dating game sort of variant. Like, oh, I was doing your like best a... defensive player and your coach have to go on a date. Go on a date, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I mean, they can still do that, but I think, and yeah. I think the show was actually called Pros versus Joes. But you'd have like, yeah, your head coach puts on like shoulder pads and a really ill-fitting jersey, and has to go out and like try and like an Oklahoma drill uh, essentially, but try and get into the end zone against uh, the defensive player of your choosing. Well, it could be a coin toss. And if the defensive player wins, it's that. And if the coach wins, like saying Andy Reid, for instance, it's like a wing eating contest. Yeah, like a, a rib eating contest. <laughs> Whoever can eat the most ribs in, in 35 minutes. Well, Andy Reid's got that one in, in the in bag. In the bag, you know. If can't, that's, I mean, that just gives Kansas City so much extra. Like, I mean, yeah, they, already have, they already have such a huge advantage. What do you think that giant sheet he's always holding is? Plays? No, it's barbecue restaurants in the Kansas City area. Well, Alex, Alex, how would you fix the overtime rule? I do have a legitimate thought that might be stupid, but I was thinking about it the other day. Well, before you do get into that, uh, I'm going to uh, Stephen A. Smith this. Josh, if you could compare the four remaining teams in the playoffs to an Indian dish, what would it be and why? Don't answer that question. Uh, <laughs> chicken tikka masala. That's ridiculous, John. Uh, ridiculous. Okay, Alex, continue ridiculous. with your continue. With that's your a spicy thing. curry of a game if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Frankly. All right. Frankly. All right, Alex, continue with your actual. To me? Um, <laughs> no, so, okay. Like, part of the problem, it seems like, is the, like, in the chiefs Bills game, it's kind of like whoever won the coin toss was, like, probably going to win the game. Granny's let it go 75 yards, whatever. What if in like a playoff overtime game, they treated the end of the fourth quarter like the end of like the first or third quarter where the team who has the ball still has the ball and it's five minutes, no sudden death, or maybe six minutes, you just played through not a whole quarter worth of extra football, but like, yeah, six minutes. So, I mean, you could try to bleed the clock if you want to, and get would down, have, but like would they still in a game team? where 13 seconds was still enough for another team to score, there's yeah. no sudden death. Would does that make sense or is that a bad idea? It does. Would they still have the two timeouts that they normally have in overtime? Yeah, you could you could refresh uh yeah, two timeouts aside. Um that's fine. So it's so kind of like a you're kind of thinking like like a basketball overtime essentially, where you just yeah, play basically. a quarter. Yeah, like you just play another like do like a five six minute quarter and just kind of play it out any score doesn't end the game but if like like if the Chiefs score on their first drive and then buffalo can't score in the next you know however much time is left and the ball yeah. goes back and forth then the game ends like that yeah i think that it's would be just perfect. real like extra time yeah and i mean they always talk about like you know well you know the players are doing this and you know they don't want to do this i'm like the nfl doesn't give a shit you know they added the 18th game like no one wanted it so i mean like obviously yeah. you know adding you know a you know a full you know five six minute extra essentially period or whatever um well it just occurs to me that the, the coin toss which is a big part of the the thing people complain about you don't really need to have it because i mean other than the beginning of the game like you could just and also it'd make you know if you're if you have the ball at the end of the game and like going back to that Super Bowl with the Falcons and Patriots, where the Falcons just ran the clock at the end of the regulation, and then it the Patriots got the coin toss and won the game. Yeah, you have the ball, and like let's say a team scores to tie it, you have the ball late. It would behoove you to still drive, even if you're not going to score, because you'll still have the ball. Yeah, you know, or just flip like the end of a quarter. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like that would eliminate the 
annoying aspect of the randomness of the coin toss. But yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Josh, do you have any wacky ideas or not wacky ideas? Um, like, actually, really, I guess. Okay, if I had my druthers, um, I'd put the ball at the ten yard line, and I'd say you have to either score a touchdown or you can kick a field goal. But if you get a field goal, the other side gets the ball back and they can try to score a touchdown or, you know, it's basically a college um, two point, two point conversion. Yeah. I, I think it's basically a college. Yeah. The two point conversion off. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I think that's somewhat the better way to go, but. Um, yeah. Okay. I think it, I do think that like doing it like, like college football or even like, I mean, Alex is the, you know, way like doing it, like, like kind of like a basketball over time, I think, makes more sense because i mean half i mean i mean i don't have the numbers but i mean i'm pretty much i would say the majority of overtime games that i've seen usually are over after the first possession i mean obviously with the field goal thing now you see a little bit more movement but so i'm sure maybe that's gone a little bit the opposite direction but i I, it usually seems like the team that gets the ball usually is the team that wins the game so you know i think changing it up to to make it more competitive especially a game like that where it's like shit man because like someone did uh tweeted this really funny graphic where it's like if the nfl had college rules and it was you know buffalo 100 and 138 kansas city 140 you know whatever and so that was really funny because i mean like yeah i mean a game that that was that fun and that crazy like yeah why not watch a little bit more of it like like why not see some more fireworks some more scoring like yeah and for such a great like quarterback duel the fact that like allen never got the ball yeah at the end of the game i mean it's like when Mahomes lost to Brady and the Patriots four years ago now in that AFC championship where, you know, it just ended up with the Patriots getting the ball in overtime and Mahomes never had a shot. Yeah. He never touched the ball again, which, you know, I mean, like it's, I'm not saying it's unfair the way some people are because like that's yeah. the game. That's the it's, way it's played. Yeah. So. Oh, it's been it for a long, long time. So, I mean, it's Shut yeah, I mean, heads, I'm Josh not, Allen. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Well, guys, uh, we'll move on to one more thing, then we get into some Alex's picks. But uh, actually, I do want to do a little like house cleaning. Um, I did see Urban Meyer today in an interview said that the Jaguars job was the worst experience uh, he's ever had in his professional lifetime. Uh, so Ooh. that's awesome. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> well, thank um, God he had his chop house to go like unwind at. <laughs> damn, he was just cooling off of the a nice, cool, cool like Milfs, milfs the steakhouse. Could retire to his chop house to see some milfs and you know, just get <laughs> just real it. drunk. He's back, baby. Uh, but yeah, I guess I mean we got to bring it up. You know, the Packers lost. Aaron Rodgers has been kind of going on a you know a. It's it's getting to this point where, and like I said, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, obviously, you know, he you know before the game, you know, he was talking about how he was you know being silenced by the media. He's even though, he's become really annoying, huh? Yeah, being silenced by the media during a thirty-minute ESPN segment where he was just talking. Could say whatever um, <laughs> he wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> could say it's the opposite of being silenced. Uh, but since then, uh, as or I, th- I don't remember if it was today or yesterday, I went on Pat McAfee's show and uh, was talking about how people were tuning into the game to watch him lose specifically because of his vaccination status. Um, I don't know. I like grow up people tune in po- to lo- people tune in to watch people lose all the time. Yeah, I know. That's kind of the, I'm like, who do you think? I mean, like, obviously think Tom Brady cares that people root against him. No. Yeah. And he's an airhead. He doesn't give a shit. 
and like all this yeah the vaccine so i'm like okay like let's just get to the real root of it it's you know the reason people are not so fond of you right now is because a you lied about your vaccination status you tricked you tricked them with your vaccination status and then you've gone on to talk about horse fucking horse paste and like spreading misinformation for the last however long i mean that's the thing you know as a Packers fan it is kind of weird it's like obviously if he's gone that means total rebuild you know and that means no com- no competing for a very long time um, no, I mean it's the Jordan Love era because get ready for I'll, a little bit of love I'll say it again I'll say it again total rebuild and they're not going to be competitive <laughs> for a very long time um and like hearing people say like I don't know Jordan Love's had a lot of time I'm like yeah dude like I've seen Jordan Love play against the the Lions like I'm good I'm real good. But I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot moving on there. They're, they're the second worst cap in the league to New Orleans, you know, so a lot of it's, you know, what's going to go, you know, they spent all that money on defense and, you know, kind of kicked the can down the road to win a championship and it just hasn't happened. You know, now they've got, you know, Zadarius Smith on a huge contract who's probably going to be gone. Devonte Adams, who's up, you know, and, you know, we'll see if he gets the, the franchise tag or not. You know, essentially, I think, you know, he's kind of, and he even said today, it's like kind of like, I'll make a decision by the franchise. Because, I mean, if if Devontae Adams is gone, Rodgers is gone. I mean, that's that's a foreground. We, we can agree on that, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. John? John? Alex, do you have a hot take? I will tell you this. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's, I, I, I don't think he's leaving. Yeah. I think I, he's being a baby and doing the, you know, same thing he did last year uh, with diminishing returns about like, I don't have to tell you what I'm doing, what I'm doing it. I'll tell you when I tell you like, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he's going to leave if they, you know, yeah. If they don't get Adams back, if they don't, you know, I know their cap situation is not great. I don't think he's leaving. It doesn't make any sense to the, the places where he would go when he still has the NFC North that even with a depleted roster next year, he can win pretty easily. Yeah. And I mean, he has been a little bit, you know, not as bad. I mean, he's, you know, he's been talking about how he's had great conversations. I mean, Dunkis. I mean, like, I mean you know, I'm, I'm just the, going by what he said on um, Sunday. Yeah. Maybe Saturday after the game. I have not seen if he said more stuff this week. So he had, you know, he's you know, talked about how he's had great, you know, had a fun season. He's got a, you know, great relationship with the GM now. Like they've kind of, you know, got all that. Out. Essentially what he said is, he's, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild, which, you know, his personal you know, be damned. Like, you know, if you're a quarterback of that caliber and that age, no, you don't want to be part of a rebuild. Yeah. You want to be a part of a contender, you know, like the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world, they don't really have a choice. Like he does, you know, he's, you know, played at an MVP level, probably will still win the MVP um, here. I mean, the only other guy also lost in the divisional round. So, I mean, if you're taking that out, I mean, it was between him and Brady. I mean, um, but I mean, yeah, it's just one of those situations where I, I, I personally feel like if Devontae Adams stays in town, Rogers stays in town. If Devontae leaves, Rogers leaves. That's, yeah, that's I mean, I think if that's probably true, but I also think that if the, the defense basically stays intact and he's still there, it wouldn't be a rebuild because the whole offense is built around him and he is so good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he at some point you have to look at like why you can't, I mean, you can't blame McCarthy anymore. Like why have you lost all these playoff games? You need to look at yourself a little bit, but he could still win another Super Bowl yeah. if he's there and win he that division could. easily. I mean, I've heard him talk about going to Pittsburgh. So you're going to go to Pittsburgh where you play Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. the Browns are still a pretty decent team. 
or Denver, where you're going to be in the division with Kansas City and, and uh, Justin Herbert, Herbert. Yeah. And a not terrible Raiders team. Like, none of that makes sense. I mean, you know, unless he could go to like, unless Brady retires and he could go to like the NFC South or something. Yeah. I don't know where you have a better, where you have a better opportunity to like, A, easily make the playoffs and, you know, keep going. He's still obviously a fantastic quarterback. He might win the MVP. Yeah. Um, so I, it seems to me like he's just doing the sort of like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it does depend on Adams, but I would be surprised. I'd be much more surprised this year if he does not stay in Green Bay than I would have been last year. If he were the last okay. year. I want to cut you up, but Josh, I looked at you had a thought. Yeah. To me, I'm amazed that there's not talk about him being traded to, or not traded, but a trade for him to San Francisco for Garoppolo going to Green Bay. Oh, God. Um, that's where he <laughs> wants to play. I mean, that that's where he grew yeah, up. Yeah, but they wouldn't – but, I mean, they have to trade him, right? Like, he's yeah. not – Yeah. I mean, you look contracts. looking at San Francisco right now, and Jimmy Garoppolo does pose an interesting uh, situation because, I mean, they drafted Trey Lance last year. And, uh, you know, there's – you know, you can say everything you want. If Trey Lance was was that good, would he be playing at this point? Is the fact that he's not playing shows that he's nowhere near being ready? Is he ever going to be ready? Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo right now, a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo for San Francisco makes absolutely no sense. And I'll explain this. So Jimmy Garoppolo right now has, uh, by cutting Jimmy Garoppolo, that will save San Francisco $25 million by cutting him. Yeah. If you trade him, then another team. They would have to trade like just picks and. Yeah. It'd be picks yeah, and maybe, maybe Lance. Yeah. So you've got to get something in return, but like Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, a trade just doesn't make any sense because a team would have to eat his salary. Whereas if San Francisco just cuts ties with them after the season, which they should do, that's, they save $25 million. I mean, you look at, you know, like Sam, they're Darnold. going to, I mean, maybe if they win the Super Bowl, they won't, even if they do, I think he's gone next year. Yeah, I do too. I mean, and like, I mean, you look at it like Sam Darnold in Carolina right now for him, it doesn't make any sense. You know, he's just kind of stuck there in this like limbo. Cause I mean, Carolina only saves like 200, $200,000 by cutting him and trading him means that a team who's trading for Sam Darnold, not only gets a pretty not great quarterback, they also have to eat an 18.5 guaranteed salary. So it's, there's a lot of like different, yeah. quarterbacks in different situations, but Garoppolo, it makes more sense to cut him than it does to trade. Yeah, let's bring it back to everybody's favorite team, the Detroit Lions. Uh, I love the Detroit. (laughs) Looking at what they got for Stafford last year, who like granted he's had a great year, he's won two playoff games. Good on him. Good luck on Sunday. Not the not an Aaron Rodgers that you're trading. They got a shit ton for him from the Rams. Oh yeah. So if if the Packers are going to trade Rodgers. It's got to be a pretty big bounty. Yeah, it's you're getting. you're gonna be getting a lot. Like if a trade goes down, because he is not a free agent, so he's you know he's got a year left on his contract, so he's no yeah. free agency here. But I mean, yeah, if they trade Rodgers somewhere, they're gonna need to get a buttload of picks and some. The Seattle thing is kind of interesting because like Wilson and I don't know a bunch of picks. I mean, that might if the Packers could pull it off, it'd be a it'd be a coup. But yeah. Um, and I mean, Wilson does said he's, no. you know, wants to explore his options. Mind you, he's still under contract. So he doesn't really have a lot of options. That's the thing. You know, when he said yeah. that, you know, he, he doesn't have really any, it's kind of up to, you know, he's still under contract. You know, I guess his only options are 
you know, play for them or retire, I guess at that point, but um, you know, we'll see, well, you know, we'll have to see Like I said, it, it would take a lot. And if the Packers do decide to, to rebuild that would trading Rogers does make a lot of sense. Essentially the Packers are in a situation where either they're going to lose a lot on defense or they're going to lose a lot on offense. That's what's going to happen. You know, you've got Devondra Campbell who came in on a one-year deal and all of a sudden is an all pro, you know, he trying to resign him, you know, getting rid of Zadarius Smith's contract. You know, if you're going to go defense, you're going to lose a lot on defense. And that sucks. Cause I mean, the Packers defense has been playing so well the last couple of seasons, but you know, if the other side kind of makes that decision for you, with Devontae, if Devontae Adams, you know, doesn't take the, you know, if they aren't able to, you know, do some wheeling and dealing and move some contract money around, you know, if the offense makes that easy for them, then you keep your defense intact and you rebuild the offense. I mean, that, that's kind of where we're at. Um, but we could talk this into the ground all day long. Like I said, didn't want to over talk it, but um, yeah, lots of movement. And like I said, the see, you know, for the Packers, the season just ended last weekend and we still have a Super Bowl and a long off season left to go free agency franchise tags and all that uh, coming up here at the end of February, uh, beginning of March. Uh, so like I said, lots of other possible movement. Guys, it's been an episode. Boy has it. But in, no episode is complete without Alex picking teams to win games. Alex, take it away. All right, let's do it. Uh you know, AFC Championship game, Saturday, the Bengals at the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are seven-point favorites. I am going to uh, pick the Chiefs straight up. I'm sorry. I know it's boring. It's not what we want to see happen. But uh, I pick the Chiefs to win. And then in the NFC Championship game, I will pick Chaos and pick the 49ers over the Rams at plus four. Ooh, buddy. So it's a rematch of the Super Bowl from – Two years ago, that feels like it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It sure um, does, doesn't it? So, Niners, Chiefs, Super Bowl 56. Oh, boy. I do remember, yeah, because that Super Bowl, I remember that one. It, you know, San Francisco, you know, Kansas City ended up winning it. San Francisco played really well in it. You know, they had they had some chances. But... Garoppolo was an overthrown guy away from being a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, and it's so weird, you know, because that was, uh, yeah, because uh, the three of us and some other buddies had gone out of town on a trip. I can't remember what it was for. It was, uh, you guys were seeing a podcast. It was Chapo? Was it you guys were seeing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got right. back in town just in time to watch the Super Bowl. And then, you know, when was it a little, you know, a month later, the world stopped? Weird, yeah. mm-hmm. weird times. Well, guys, uh, love the picks, Alex. Love to see how that works out. Uh, well, guys, we end every episode with something. We, we always do a little something, a little, little funsies. Uh, Sean Payton retirement. We got to do some Sean Payton trivia. You guys got your got your uh, your graduation caps on, your or whatever makes people look smart. Your monocles and your you ready? You ready for this? I'm ready, baby. Yes. <laughs> ready, baby. All right, we're gonna start off with Alex. I look very confused with a uh, graduation cap and a monocle. Yeah, I'm trying to like what uh, you have a, a scarf on and a pipe. I'm trying to like what makes people look smart. I don't know, like a Sherlock Holmes hat and a pipe. Oh yeah, dude, Sherlock Holmes hat. Well, put on your Sherlock Holmes hats because it's time for some Sean Payton trivia. We're going to start with Alex. Alex, Sean Payton. We all know that he was head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Alex, has Sean Payton ever been the head coach of a different NFL team? Yes or no? No. That is correct. He is not. Alex, bonus point. What year did New, or- or did New Orleans hire Sean Payton to take over their uh, head coaching duties? 
Are we? Do I get multiple choice or I just have to guess? You just got to guess. It's a, it's a little bonus, boy. Um, uh, 2006. That is correct, dog. That is correct. We'll give you a half point. Half point oh, bonus on that. We're doing bonus points now, huh? We're doing bonus points. We're getting weird, dog. <laughs> we're throwing some, throwing some new shit. All right, yeah. All right Joshy boy. All right. Give okay. it to me. Now, we talked about uh, the upcoming uh, Kevin James vehicle about Sean Payton's uh, season away from the NFL uh, for the Bounty Gate scandal. Uh, Josh, what year did Sean Payton, or what year was Sean Payton suspended for the entire season? 2012. That is correct. And Josh, boy, for a bonus point, what's the name? of the defensive coordinator who uh, administered the uh, slush fund for uh, Bounty Gate. What was that defensive coordinator's name? God damn it. It was, it was one of the Ryans. I know that. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to lead you too much. Day. I don't want to lead you too much, but it was not one of the Ryans. Really? Oh, not. okay. All right. Uh, I'm not sure. I know uh, Rob Ryan, was on the Saints staff at some point. I don't know if he was on the defensive. He wasn't defensive coordinator, but I know he was on the Saints staff. And he was the defensive time. coordinator when they won the Super Bowl, but I don't think he was gone after that. Uh, yeah. I, I know, know who it was. You don't know? No, I don't. Greg. G -g -g Greg with three Greg G's. Williams. Greg with three G's, Williams. Uh, <clears throat> all right, moving over back. Over Where is he at now? He's coaching somewhere, isn't he? I believe. Maybe in college? I believe he is. Uh, give me one a second. Freak. We still don't have a producer that we can have do this. Uh, he, well, he didn't coach this. He was the Jets defensive coordinator uh, 2019 and 2020. So he technically was not coaching this last season. All right, back yeah. over to Alex. Back over to Alex. Back over to Alex. Uh, Alex, now you might not know this, but uh, well, maybe you do. It'd be better if you did, actually, because that helps you answer the question. Uh, Sean Payton. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Sean Payton's better on the sport of football for quite some time, uh, including. No, I'm sorry. Rob Ryan was the Saints D coordinator after. Greg Williams. Williams 2013. Because okay. I think he was on that staff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Alex, yeah. So uh, now I've lost my train. I've lost it completely. I've lost it completely. Uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Uh, did play quarterback in college, Alex. Uh, not a very big school, but he played for a school that has other uh, quarterback alums. And I'm going to give you the two names and I'm going to have you tell me what the school is. I'm not going to give you any hints though, or any, it's not going to be multiple choice. He played quarterback for this school who was also the alma mater of Tony Romo and Jimmy Garoppolo. What school did Sean Payton play quarterback for? That also oh, the quarterbacks Tony uh, Romo and Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my God, I know it. Um, this isn't good radio. Doing <laughs> this. Uh, ooh, uh, ooh. Ah, ooh. If you just yell at me more and uh, you know make it seem like, uh, yeah, that that'll help. Josh, do you have any ideas? What, uh, where did he play high school football? Yeah, Alex is, Alex is frozen up. This is so good for anyone listening. Uh, he was like doing an ooh-ah thing with his mouth wide open and his uh, 
screen froze. <laughs> Could you see that, Josh? No. <laughs> Is Alex still live for you? I'm uh, back. Oh, he's back. Okay. What do you I think, said Tulane. Tulane. Did you hear that? Look, I did not hear it. You froze up with your mouth wide open. It was like, it was yeah. really funny. Uh, the answer is not Tulane. It is Eastern Illinois. Eastern, Eastern Illinois, Illinois God damn it. Yep. You still have that half point lead thanks to that other one. So Josh, uh, Josh can win it with this question or lose it. Or lose it on this question. Uh, now, Josh. <clears throat> yes. John Payton has been coaching in the NFL as an assistant and head coach since 1997. Okay. In mm -hmm. that time frame, he has coached for, give me one second. He has coached for four NFL teams. Okay. Three of those teams were in the NFC East. What is the one team Sean Payton did not coach in the NFC East? Oh, Jesus Christ. That even I don't even know all the teams in the NFC East. God damn it! I'll tell you the no, teams. The teams the I'll NFC tell you the teams. East. No, the don't tell them. There, oh, there's so. four. No, don't tell them. <laughs> okay, so I know he coached for the Giants at one point. Um, God damn it! Well. I, yeah, see, now I need to look up the NFC East teams. We really do need uh -huh. to do a poll to see how many people uh, listened this far. <laughs> we definitely know. No, we, don't. <laughs> we really don't. All right. Are you going to look up the NFC East teams? Because if you're going to do that, Josh, I'm just going to tell you. All right. What I I'll say uh, Cowboys. He didn't coach for the Cowboys, I think. Ooh, I would Josh guess Washington. Washington is the one team in the East. He was, a, he was a, his first NFL job as quarterbacks coach for the Eagles. Uh, he then was quarterbacks coach for the New York Giants and then, then their offensive coordinator. Uh, then he was the assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach for the Dallas Cowboys. And then he moved on to the New Orleans Saints from 2006 to 2021. Uh, AP coach of the year in 2006. Damn it. Uh, I know, Joshy boy. You almost had him, but Alex takes it again. Guys, woo, 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 woo. still there for the taking. Uh, uh, still, congratulations, Alex. Josh, you put up a valiant effort. And I'm just glad that you named a team that, you know, that you named an NFC East team. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. I'm it's so like proud of you. Had you, said, had you said Tampa Bay or something, I would have slapped no, you across no, the face. No. But uh, no, we, we got we how many it. teams there are. We yeah. did it, and jo you know what, Josh? I'll give you I'll give you one more question. It's already over. Alex has already won. Uh, <laughs> as over. a player, as a player, now as a player, Sean Payton played for one NFL team. Was that team the Ooh, Cowboys? I was it the I Eagles or was it the Bears? It was the Bears. It was the Bears as a player. Uh, all right, but Alex. Alex had already taken it. Uh, congratulations to Alex. Congratulations to everybody who's listening and stayed with us all this time. Uh, we've got a couple more episodes. Well, we've got a lot more episodes left, so don't get ready for that. We'll get back into the fantasy stuff after the superb owl, uh, but we'll be back next week with the Super Bowl preview. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have some guests. Uh, I've been talking to some people. I'll have some, some guesties on uh, to talk and, and maybe do a little trivia a little earlier in the episode. Uh, as always, we'd like to- I don't want to uh, tell you who's coming on, but- Urban Meyer is a uh, guys. It's just like <laughs> he talks with Urban's people, and uh, Sean Payton has nothing going on, so it's going to be a star-studded event. 
Um, but yeah, guys, uh, as always, we like thank Gutra Volker from the band Jack Hotel. Uh, you can check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you find your music. Check them out. Really fun band. Um, I'd like to thank Alex, Alex, Josh. You guys are amazing. You always are. You keep the inf- you keep the keep it coming, you know, and you keep really hey, the five time champ, five time champ. I'd like to thank myself you- for being so good at fantasy football, which gave me the, the drive that I needed to start this podcast. And I want to thank you all of our listeners you guys are fantastic uh but yeah we'll uh we'll be back next week and uh we'll be back the week after a full super bowl recap too so look forward to that and as always keep on fantasying bye everybody bye